0: All right, folks, Uh, every Monday, of course, we have our Fit, Live, Win segment. Uh, It's all about uh, health. It's all about uh, not just uh, the physical, but it's also about uh, the mental, and it's about the spiritual uh, as well. And so that's what uh, it's it's all about. And so we have a very unique story uh, today. I saw this uh, on social media, and I was like, yo, book this sister. We got to be able uh, to tell her story uh, because, trust me, uh, many of you, uh, you, you, you may not have been where her weight is, but look, uh, you've been struggling uh, with the same thing. You probably have had uh, family members uh, who have been dealing with the same thing and you're sitting here going, I need to get motivated. I need to start somewhere. I need to just, just to get going well. Uh, hopefully uh, her unique story uh, is gonna be able to encourage you Uh, to actually just start changing your diet getting going Uh, at her heaviest at her heaviest uh, she was 485 pounds. Brand strategist and content creator uh, Jay Stone couldn't walk long distances and had to use a motorized scooter to get around. In 2012 she appeared in Essence magazine to talk about how she was being bullied online. In 2013 she sat down with Bishop T.D. Jakes to discuss her obesity journey. if they're dropping nearly 200 pounds, she's she's reflected on what her nearly 500-pound self has taught her uh, a smaller self. Jay Stone joins me now from Atlanta to uh, talk about her 500-pound life lessons. And so glad to have you uh, on the show. So, uh, Jay, um, I, because it's a segment, I ain't getting in trouble with this because if you ask this question to women, they get offended. If you ask them about their age or their weight. They lose their mind. So you were at 485. What are you at now? I am at 293. Yeah, 293. Uh, I, I take it that's still not your goal. Do you still have a goal in mind where you want to get to?
1: Um, so I have a goal, not a weight, of being uh, a size 14.
0: Gotcha. And so when did you? So when did you start the process? And how long is it taking you to go from 485 to 293? Okay. So
1: I uh, started the process in 2019. So it's been three years. I just had my surgery, So it's been three years. Um, and I did have gastric bypass surgery. Okay, But I, I think that it's important for people to know that the surgery doesn't make you lose the weight. There's a whole lot of information and education that you have to have to really drop this weight. So my biggest thing wasn't that I wasn't disciplined, right? It was that I wasn't educated on what my body needed to drop this weight. Once I got the education, the surgery gave me a kickstart, but it's been three years and I'm still losing. So this required lifestyle change and mindset change, more
0: importantly. And and actually, we got to start there because it, it, it really is a mindset uh, because y- you you can think about losing weight. You can think about uh, eating healthier, but but thinking about it again, doing are two totally separate things.
1: Uh, yeah. And so for me, it wasn't that I was eating unhealthy. I wasn't eating large proportions. Everybody asked me, you know, do you watch 500 Hundred Pound Life? And I said, no, because I lived it. Right. I wasn't eating all of this large amounts of food i wasn't you know eating all the time it was just the fact that my body does not break down food the way everyone else's does and i had no understanding and education everybody's doing the low carb diet right everybody's doing the keto diet right but i couldn't do low carbs i had to do zero carbs zero sugar that was the only way to do it and that's almost unsustainable for anybody right can you imagine never eating pasta Never, ever, ever eating. So for two and a half years, I didn't eat carbs or sugar at all.
0: So, but i want to deal with, with, with the mental thing. And that is okay. how, because look, you can have folk calling you and texting you, but you got to be the one, get up and actually do it. And so what were you telling yourself that you had to do? Um, and, and, and even, even before you had the surgery and even and afterwards, you know, w- what are you saying to yourself every day? Cause it's real easy to say, man, I'm busy. I ain't got time. Or let me just grab this quick, uh, you know, uh, snack chips, cookies or whatever, or pick up some fast food. What are you, what are you, are there affirmations? What are you saying to yourself?
1: And so this really is part of the 500-pound life lessons that I had, okay? Uh, Your commitment to you has to be bigger than everyone else. I think that most people can't fathom. They don't even know anybody that's almost 500 pounds. They can't fathom how grossly affected your quality of life is. Everything from just walking 10 feet or walking to the restroom or going to the grocery store, it's so grossly affected. So most people don't have the level of motivation I had I needed to live. I was slowly dying, right? And I had just resolved myself to the fact that if I can't get this weight off, I'm gonna have a slow descent to the grave. And so quality of life was my motivation. Every day, I understood that not being able to walk myself to the restroom without trouble or help was not living. I was very clear that it was not living. So the motivation was get rid of the pain, live life. I was totally dependent on my family to help me get around, to move around. And nobody knew this, by the way, right? Because I'm running a very, very highly visible and highly successful brand. What they don't know behind the scenes is that my family is helping me take baths. What they don't know is that my staff, when we travel, you know, my staff was helping me get dressed. What they didn't know is that, I only was able to show up and smile. I couldn't do anything else. So when your quality of life is that grossly affected, you have to do something. So my motivation wasn't I need to look a certain way, or let, it was that I need to live and I was dying.
0: Well, absolutely. I-, I got questions. Uh, let's see, start with um uh say I got two Mr. Yogas. Uh, so, uh, let me start with uh, Mr. Hot Yoga, Omicongo. <laughs> First of all, uh, Jay, you looking amazing. Um, congratulations on this journey. Um, I've been following a lot of the things that you're talking about. And one of the things that really impressed me, and I think you just posted this on, on your LinkedIn recently, or I'm not sure when, but you said something to the effect of, weight has many forms. Mm. And so could you talk about what you mean by that as it relates to, I mean, just 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 educate us. Drop, drop that knowledge and what we can take from that, because yeah. I just thought it was really powerful. Yeah.
1: So weight, weight comes in a lot of forms. A lot of people think the physical weight, but with that came emotional weight, right? With that came social weight. So when I say emotional weight, I was um, angry and depressed okay, about my situation, and I was frustrated. So there was the emotional, but there was also the guilt of what my family had to do to help me just make it through the days, okay? So shout out to my sisters who, who lived for me, helped me live, um, and my friends who were very supportive. But the, that was the emotional weight, the social weight, right? Every time I stepped out the door, I knew I was being judged. I walked in the grocery store and people were judging me, even if I was in the healthy food section, right? And so there was the social responsibility. I had to put on the full armor of God every time I walked out the door because I knew I was gonna get dogged out, talked out, dragged by black Twitter when I said something. You know what I'm saying? I knew that that was coming. And so the social weight of, I became very um, rigid, right? And very, I was ready to fight. I was ready to throw hands every day. Right, because I knew they were coming for me and I had to put on the full armor of God to survive that. So there was the physical way, the emotional way, And then let's talk about the financial way. right? It's, it's expensive to be fat. It's expensive to be fat, right? You got to buy two plane tickets. You got to um, uh, get into hotel rooms that are bigger, right? Your clothes cost way more money, okay? Everything costs more. I had to buy a mobility scooter when I injured my knee. So, you know, it was expensive. So financially it was costing me a lot of money. So we got social, we got financial, we got physical, we got emotional, all of that weight. So when I dropped the weight physically, it manifested across all these other platforms and I didn't even realize that it was gonna show up like that.
0: Wow. Juliana.
1: You know, obesity is an issue in the black community. Uh, We've all talked about it, we've seen it. It's challenging and problematic. What would you tell others who are in your situation. How do we deal? I, I'm not trying to shame nobody. In fact, my sister's all bigger than me, and they call me stuff like shrimp and skinny, which I hate. Uh, they just stop, diss me. But anyway, that that is what it is. But what do you tell folks, and how do we deal with healthy eating and overweight versus unhealthy eating um, and overweight? And what do you give people? Um, so I think the first thing for me was education, right? I thought if I cut back on carbs, that was going to be enough. It wasn't for me. I had to completely cut them out. That was for me. That was for my body. I think that we have a lot of cookie cutter uh, diets and eating plans. You you have to figure out what works for your body and your body type. And that might take doctors and that might take education and that might take a whole lot of things. So the first thing I'm going to say is don't give up on figuring out what works, Okay. The other thing is, let's me, talk about I'll emotional eat eating. Can you tell my sisters to stop shaming me because I'm kind of halfway skinny? <laughs> I know, right? Um, sisters, let's stop body shaming, period, right? Mm. Um, of course, um, a lot of people who are small follow me online, and they struggle with weight the opposite way. So we can talk about that in a, a little bit, but I think that it's important to not only be Mindful of what we eat and drink, but also making sure you're getting the right nutrients. One of the things I was, is is I was malnourished even though I was overweight Mm. because I wasn't eating food Mm. that my body was absorbing and using. So that was part of the problem in holding the weight, right? Not drinking enough water, right? So your body can release toxins. And then of course, we're gonna really talk about exercise. And I think exercise and finding time to exercise is a really, really big deal. So here's what I'm gonna say, because I'm really not the type just gonna run up there and and climb stone Mountain right? But <laughs> I create more physical activity. So that means if I'm washing the dishes, I'll wash them a little faster. If I gotta walk to the mailbox, I'm walking a little faster. i park a little bit further from the grocery store than I used to. And so it's just creating movement in every way you can. And you'll be surprised in 30 days what creating faster, uh, larger movements will do for you. Well, that's, and- that's
0: why, that's why for- on the <laughs> iWatch, that's why on the iWatch, they have the exercise ring, but they also have the body movement, because it's both. Go ahead. Yes. Yep. Yep, that's it. Uh, Jeff. Yes, indeed. Uh, Jay, thank you so much for appearing tonight. And overall, thanks
1: for your transparency and your honesty. Uh, I think that's what's radiating from you the most, and that is just that you're just keeping it 100% real. When people are talking about changing their lifestyle, I found that the struggle is... Uh, it's so easy with everything that happens online to go to extremes, you know, to, to do the keto, to just kind of lock things down. But the the extremes aren't really sustainable for the long term. Uh, and when you talk about making that change in your life, what does a day look like for you now from the time you get up to go to bed versus what it used to look like when you didn't okay. feel so good? Now, that is is so big for me. That's so big for me, Jeff. Um I think that, you know, I'm up now at 5 a.m. where, you know, I I used to traditionally need to sleep in a lot because I just didn't have the energy. So now I'm up at 5 a.m. I do, you know, my morning affirmations or whatever I'm going to do. I'm up doing a smoothie um, and then I'm probably going to work out. I only work out about 15 minutes. Right. I I don't have a whole lot of time I put into it. And they're modified exercises. I do a lot of resistance training. Okay, I don't do a lot of cardio. And so uh, so that's one thing. The major thing that has changed is, you know, I work from home. um, And so uh, I take the time to stop and eat. I don't eat at my desk while I'm working. I take the time to stop and think and process what I'm eating to be mindful of the portion that I'm eating and to be mindful of the nutrients that I'm having. So I take a break to eat and I cook. So before I couldn't stand. Right. So I'm eating fast food or order food. And and sometimes it's pre-prepared meals. It's not necessarily like McDonald's, right? It might be, you know, one of the meal delivery companies. I had a lot of that going on, but now I cook because I can cook the things that I know that are going to work for my body, but physically before I wasn't able to. So the fact that I am now up earlier, um, I get rest. I go to bed at a certain time because you need rest to lose weight. Um, Cooking for myself to make sure that my food is prepared in a way that works for me. Um, and also just squeezing in exercise and movement whenever possible. Um, I don't, and this is important, right? I don't create my lifestyle. Okay. Around the weight loss, right? Mm, I create the weight loss around the lifestyle because I'm an entrepreneur. I have a lot of things, but I infuse in what I need as I need it. That's why it's not sustainable for people. They keep trying to say, I'm going to get up at 6 a.m. and exercise. Well, if you're not normally up at 6 a.m., you're not going to get up and exercise for too long, right? Right, So what time are you normally excited? What time are you normally happy? Is that after lunch? Is that dinner? So guess what? On your lunch break, instead of sitting up talking on the phone on your lunch break, walk a couple of laps around the parking lot or around the yard. You know what I mean? Mm, Do it. Squeeze it in. Interweave it into your life.
0: All right, then. Well, John, look, uh, good luck uh, on your journey. Uh, it is important. Uh, and the bottom line is you got to start somewhere. Uh, and uh, we look forward to uh, your next report. Report, And as I always to tell people, look, you got to take it a pound at a time because you can't lose a pound
1: it. at a time. You can't lose Thank 50 or so 100 at a time.
0: Me. So we well, appreciate it. Thanks a lot.